and welcome to the Let's Talk Podcast. It's an honor to have you with us today. My name is Chris Root. As we pull up scripture and have an amazing conversation together, I hope that this podcast will encourage and impact you in your life in a mighty way. So what you say, head on over. Let's talk. Here we go. How y'all doing today? Hopefully you guys' week and day has been amazing. And uh, it's an honor to have you with us here on the Let's Talk podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the Let's Talk family. For those of you that are new at this podcast, we do a little bit of everything. Um, We'll read scripture. We'll have what we call, what, what I call fresh fire. We just have a short little discussion over scripture. Maybe something God puts in my heart, maybe something on the news, just a discussion. Who knows? The freedom and the, the great thing about this is we have the freedom to do whatever we want. So but it's an honor that you are here and that you're willing to listen to me and, and hear what God has put in my heart here today. And today I want to talk about level up. Level up. Hey, it's time. Let's move on. Let's go to the next level. We can do this together. And I want to talk about today about how to level up your walk with God. I have eight eight different things I want to talk about. Um, I won't be long, I promise. These podcasts aren't long. They're short. Hopefully they're encouraging and empowering and just let you know that, hey, God loves you. It's okay. We can do this. We can do this together. And with God, all things are possible. So I just want to thank you guys once again for joining me. And let's just hop right into it. So the verse for today is John 15, 7. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Um, the other night, I had one of my uh, youth students uh, send me a message a little late and uh, asked basically, well, they have devotions that they take home. So we do teen lessons on Sunday. It's you know typical churches. We have teen teen class and then the um, church service after that. But we give them a devotion books to take home with them. That way, so they can study it and look through what we taught about that Sunday or even the next Sunday, and they can do their own personal devotion with it. Um, answer questions and write down notes, whatever they want to do to help them. That way the lesson doesn't just stop there at the door of the church, which I love to be able to put stuff in their homes and give them something to read throughout the week. And I had one of the students ask me and say, hey, where are we at in our devotion? And I told her, and, and I asked her, as I always do, how are you doing? You guys would not believe these the kids, the students, They just, just a simple question, how are you guys doing? They love it, right? So many times we're we're so busy just trying to hammer stuff into them and dump a bunch of stuff into them, but we sometimes we forget. We just need to listen. And every class I ask them how their week was, I ask how their how everything's going. Well, this night I asked her. I said after I told her where we were in the devotion, I said, "Hey, how are you doing?" And the response, you know got me. I didn't expect it. Um, usually you just get those typical answers. Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Have a good night, you know, or something like that. Or, Hey, everything's awesome. Bye. Um, didn't really want to open up, but the student opened up and said, uh, I need prayer. I need lots of prayer. And I'm like, well, don't we all, 
And I'm like, so, okay, what's going on? And she was like, well, I'm doubting and um, I'm struggling because I, I don't feel like God's talking to me anymore. I don't know where he wants me to go. I haven't spoken tongues in a long time. And I just, I need a lot of prayer. And, um, and I told her, I said, it's okay. We've all been there. Right. And I thank God that I've been there because if, if I haven't been, if I hadn't been there, then I wouldn't be able to direct her and help her and encourage her as I needed to be directed and helped and encouraged at one time in my life. And I told her about how, what we need to do a lot of times is we need to double check our priorities, right? We need to make sure, hold on, when was the last time I prayed? When was the last time I read the Word of God? When was the last time I, I truly seeked His face? And and it's very true because so many distractions could come our way and we just get we get off track, right? We, we, we're, we're in a relationship with Him, we're doing good, we have our good days and our bad days, and, and by God, on those good days, we're, we're pushing. And on them bad days, we're just like, oh, I just need a break. I'm tired. I got so much on my schedule. I got school, work, whatever it may be, family issues. And slowly but surely, God begins to get pushed back further and further and further. And before we know it, we're like, God, where are you at? God, what's going on? But he's never left us, but we've been the one pushing him and putting everything in front of him. And I told her and I encouraged her, I said, listen, I said, have you been praying as much as you should or as much as you used to? Have you been, you know, reading the word of God as much as you used to? And I, and I didn't want an answer. And, and I told her, I said, if you haven't, that's where you need to start. Most of the time, that's the it. That's it. You know, we, we hear people that come in, they have struggles and situations They're like, oh, I just had a rough week and this and that. You can usually tell who's praying and who's fast and who's reading the word of God, not judging anyone. I'm just saying you can usually tell because when they come to you with issues and problems, you ask them that question and they either don't get an answer or they try to blame it on something else. But that's what it comes to. It's it's that easy. You, you need to spend time with God. How do you level your walk with God? How do you level your relationship with God? Pray fast. Read the Word of God, and I'm going to give you these other eight things as well. So hopefully this helps you and encourages you, and, and hopefully what I told her last night will help her and encourage her. And I told her, I said, there's no reason to doubt. God is in control. He's large and in charge, and as long as we keep our focus on Him and work in our relationship with Him, everything will fall in place. Um, and I can't wait to see you know, what the end result is there. And she's a, she's a strong-willed lady, and she's doing amazing things, and God's doing amazing things in her life. Sometimes you just need to be reassured and let them know, like, hey, you're doing okay. Breathe. You're human. Things happen. We can get over this together, and we can get through this together, because as long as we're focused on God and making Him the main focus, we can't do wrong. So, um, but pray for her and uh, pray for me that God continues to lead me and direct me as well. I want to hop right into it. How to level up. How to level up your walk with God. Well, let's see. The first one that I want to talk about is set aside time for prayer. Boom. Right, we just talked about it. Um, regularly setting aside time to pray and listen to God can help you deepen your relationship with God. You find a time and a place where you can be alone and free from distractions and make it a daily habit. Here's a good way to do it. To say if you're around family all the time, you got kids, you got this, you got that. Sometimes you just got to take a break. Just take a break. Maybe first thing in the morning before anyone wakes up. Maybe go to a park. Maybe go drive somewhere. Maybe just set a few minutes for you and God. For me, uh, my, my favorite moment is when I'm picking up the kids. I got to pick up the kids from school. 
Unfortunately, you got to be there an hour early because if you don't, traffic's all the way down the road and it takes forever to get them. So I sit outside literally an hour early. An hour early every day. I get around 2.30, they get out of 3.30, and I'll just sit there and I take that time to take a part of that time to pray. Or maybe in the morning on the way back, I'll say a quick prayer. Or when you kids, every morning on the way to school, we say a prayer as well. Um to get them used to, hey, praying and building that relationship with God. Now, sometimes it's like, sometimes I ask them to pray and say, God bless us today. Let's have a good day. Jesus name, pray. Amen. <laughs> and then sometimes they're awake and they're really into it. And uh, it, it's exciting to see, to see where they're progressing and growing. And you have to set aside time for prayer. Make it a habit. Do it. Don't say you're going to do it. Do it. Hey, if you need to, set an alarm on your phone to remind you. If you need to, make it every day at work, at lunch. Not only pray for your meal, but say a quick prayer while you're while you're sitting there getting ready to eat or while you're eating. You doesn't have to pray out loud. You can pray in your head if you want to in the break room. You know, it's between you and God. He knows, he knows what's in your mind. He knows what's in your heart. Um, step two. Here's one. Study the Bible. Reading and studying the Bible can help you better your understand God's word and how to apply it to your life. Consider joining maybe even a Bible study group or using a study guide to help you dive deeper into the scriptures. This is pretty great because we had a guy at church um, Sunday. He showed up first time, first time visitor. Hey, you love those, right? And it's exciting to see people come to the house of God. And uh, he said he's seen this on Facebook. He came in and he was saying he was been a Christian for a couple of years and and um, he just got a new job and he moved in. And this is all new to him still, but he knew he needed something different in his life. And he talked about how he's turned over things and the reason why he didn't come to God, he said, was because he was afraid that he did not want this to fail him as everything else did. And I get it. I, you would not believe how many times I've heard that. People are afraid that they don't, that maybe God doesn't exist. What if, what if it doesn't work out? They don't want to look foolish. They don't want to have people make fun of them. But when they get in, they see how real it is. They experience that moment and they experience that situation where God moves on them and they're like, whoa. Something is happening. Something is real about this. And and they dive deeper and deeper and deeper. We have a couple of Bible studies going on now in our church, which is incredible. It's exciting to see Bible studies going on and happening. And and these these the families that are that are involved in doing things and people that are doing Bible studies, hey, when you're doing Bible studies, you're doing right and you're moving forward in a positive way. And and well, anyways, what I'm trying to say is this gentleman, when we mentioned Bible studies are going on and Wednesday night Bible studies we have our church every week, he was like, I'm there. Let me know when it's, I, w- I want to do it. I want to get involved in it. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see the progress he'll make. Um, hopefully he'll be at church tonight. And I'm excited to see, you know, what's going to happen in his life. You know, it's like when you see someone with a newborn baby, Everyone gets all excited. They want to hold that baby. They want to, they want to, you know, hold it and take pictures with it and look at it. And it brings back memories of when they had younger kids and, and, and all of that. And it's the same thing when we get a visitor in the house of God, right? It's like a new baby. Everyone just wants to gather around and say, Hey, how you doing? And then you get to watch them grow and mature and, and build that relationship and, and walk with God and, and overcome obstacles and, and grow. And it's just, it's exciting to see it. Um, Step number three, regularly attend church. Go to church. Listen, there's a difference, and some of you are going to tear me to pieces, and I know it. Hey, it won't be the first one. I'm sure it won't be the last. There's a difference between watching it and physically being there. 
just something about being able to interact with your brothers and sisters together, having that fellowship, having that communication, worshiping together, hearing the word of God together, backing up the minister that's preaching there that day, just being able to pray for one another, you know, in person, it's just, it's powerful. And you're missing out. You gotta be at church, physically go to church. Attending church regularly can help you connect with other believers and, Um, receive spiritual guidance from your pastor or spiritual leader, whoever it may be. Participating in worship services, volunteering in the church, and attending Bible studies can all help you grow in your faith. It's only going to help to get into it. Go to church. Go to church. And don't be afraid about it. You can do this. Go to church. Build relationships. Get to know new people. Um, I'm going to do this one, then we're going to do part one and part two. So surprise, (laughs) this is going to be part one, and we're going to do another one next week for part two. But um, step four says practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. Expressing gratitude for the blessings in your life can help you cultivate a positive attitude and a deeper appreciation for the goodness of God. Make a habit of writing down three things you're grateful for every single day. Be grateful. God has done so much for us in our lives. Be grateful. I know a lot of a lot of people I've seen, and hey, even myself sometimes, hey, we use God as if he's a credit card. God, I need this. Like, God, I, I need a new car. God, I need, I need you to help me with this situation. I need you to help me with this. I need healing. I need guidance. I need, you know, to be restored. I need this. I need blah, 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 blah. Listen, be grateful for what you got. Man, there's people out there that may see what you have and just wish they had just an ounce of it, right? Wish they had the positivity you have. Wish they had the excitement and the joy and the smile you have. Wish they had the family you have, the support that you have. Trust me, there's there's things out there. A lot of times we think it's all physical. We think, oh, had the car, the house, the money, the the nice clothes. No, no, no. It's it's the physical's nothing. I tell my kids before, which I know you've heard this, and I've I've heard it several times. When you see a hearse, you don't see a U-Haul behind it, right? Because whenever you pass away, whenever that day comes, and 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 your time on this earth is over, you can't take a single thing with you, right? That doesn't matter. And I ask you just to be, just to be grateful. Be grateful for the relationships you have. Be grateful to have a pastor. Be grateful to have a church. Be grateful to have some type of spiritual leader or or someone that's positive in your life that's helping you with your walk with God. Be grateful that you have somebody. And also be grateful that you know God. Don't use them. Don't use them and abuse. What I mean by that is don't don't overuse them. Don't use them and abuse them. Don't only use them when you need something. Hey, talk to them just because you want to. Talk to them not to ask them for something, but talk to them just to praise them and say, God, I love you. God, thank you for what you're doing. God, thank you for just for you. God, thank you for dying on that cross like you did. Thank you for for allowing me to be able to speak to you and and communicate with you. God, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for helping me and guiding me, keeping me on track. Hey, if if we if we have people come to us all the time and say they're going to do something and they don't, I don't know about you, but we thank God we have a patient God, right? Um, how many times have we asked him to do something in our life or promised we would do this or promised we would do that and, and we never f- pull through, and, but yet he's still there. He hasn't given up on us. So 
that's four steps. We have four more steps. Hopefully you guys, um, you know, this is getting a little long here for today. We're going to do part two next week, but hopefully you guys are empowered and encouraged with these steps. And I want you to think about it, you know, practice gratitude, regularly attend a church, um, study the Bible, you know, and also set aside time for prayer. Put God first. If you put God first, you'll level up. Build a relationship, go to church, be grateful, read your word, pray, and you'll level up. God will continue to do amazing things in your life. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week. We'll see you next week for part two on the final four um, steps for leveling up with God. And I hope you guys have an amazing day and a great rest of your week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.